Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week of Almost Cool. I'm Marty Party, and that's Hooter over there. I am over here. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Hey, <laughs> oh, I'm pretty good, man. Just wondering why I feel guilty when I say no. Oh. <laughs> Hurt. <laughs> Hurt. <laughs> no, I've, uh, it's been good, man. I uh, got back, went to Lexington this past weekend, and it was, it was a trip, man. Like I, I'm, I'm even getting a little anxious talking about it just because yes. I don't know if I was, I don't know if I was quite ready. I don't know if I was quite ready to go back to the homeland really and visit, visit the surroundings yet, and not in a bad way. Like nothing bad happened, but I, I don't know. I just had some feelings about it. I was super excited on my way there, and me and Ben hopped in the car, got the eight hour. We drove to Columbus, Ohio first. It was about an eight hour trip. Um, stopped in and saw our, our homie Jake, mm-hmm. then went down south about three hours to Lexington. We stayed a few nights, and then we hopped in the car and back to Philly for like a long weekend trip. It was a lot of driving, but it was really nice, and that just solidified again that I hate driving. <laughs> <laughs> ben, ben doesn't have his license, man. I had to do the whole Wait, thing. Wait, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have his driver's license, and he's ne- he, like, he just never needed one, and I'm just... I went into I went uh, into the trip knowing I was going to be the the solo driver on this that's trip. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he he does take the the uh the passenger role really seriously though. Yeah. Like he uh he's like let me put let me what do you want to listen to? He puts on the tunes. He's like you want a snack? You want some water? I'm like yeah, yeah. And he's like I'm going to stay with you. I'm going to stay up so you stay up. And I'm like all right. All right, cool man. Like he, <laughs> navigator he's the ultimate exactly like the the perfect perfect partner in crime perfect co-pilot i love it (laughs) exactly oh man oh but what what what, was good like what brought you back to lexington it was just for just to see some people like that was it yeah it was just it was actually really random we like two days before we left me and ben were just chilling drinking a beer and uh our buddy brad has been m.i.a and oh. we're not worried about yeah. him in any means. Like, we know he's alive and well. He's just not responding to anyone. Like, oh, okay. we call him, we text him. He's just not responding to anything. And, um, and, and what we know him, that's kind of his personality. Yeah. Like, he is that in front of, like, in front of your face kind of person, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. And he, he goes through his daily life like that. So we understand. Like, he, we know he read it, but he didn't respond. It's fine. <laughs> but, uh, we were we couldn't get a hold of him like two days before we left. We were like, All right, you just want to go see him? Like we're tired of this. Like let's just pop up and we'll, we'll just we know he's off on Sundays. Let's just show up, right? And like <laughs> so we hop in the car and on uh, Friday night we end up staying the night with Jake in Columbus and hanging out with him on Saturday and Saturday evening we left to go to Lexington and we just showed up and we were like we're here like <laughs> you were like you wouldn't respond to us like <laughs> we were worried. We need sick. to know. <laughs> we need to know you're okay. <laughs> um, but it, it like ultimately the whole trip was awesome. We went to the, our, our watering hole, Barona, for uh, young homie Barona th- that night. Yeah. yeah, can't go wrong. Got a couple uh, dark and stormies, and I was off the rails. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was like, yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty normal. Can't confirm. <laughs> can't confirm. <laughs> and. Uh, so we had we ended up having a good night, and then on Saturday we just we, got, we ate some breakfast together, hung out, and it was really awesome seeing them and getting. But 
the thing I was so anxious about, and this happened, uh, this is a funny little story. So when I, I, we were driving back into Lexington and everything is familiar, right? right. Like the, you're driving down the same road going to Duncan Avenue where we lived and it was just all this, wow, I remember just like every day after work pulling up and like this is what I saw and I'm, I was removed for it for eight months now. Right. So I'm just like, whoa, this is crazy to like be back and someone's like visiting home after you go home for college or something. Yeah. Um, and I immediately, like when I saw Lexington and was in the heart of it, I was like the North star, the fifth, third buildings right there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> the only North skyscraper <laughs> downtown. <laughs> the only skyscraper downtown. Um, so I, we, I was like, holy shit. And then I don't know if, have you ever felt this? Like you are happy. You're like, nothing's wrong. You're not really thinking about much. Um, and then like a freaking brick wall you smack right into it and it's like oh wow why am i feeling so anxious why am i feeling so yeah weird why am i feeling so out of nowhere like nothing happened i just was in lexington i was like oh wow everything's awesome and then it was like a light switch <laughs> went off in my head and i was like oh no all the past trauma and of college and post-college, all that, these things started <laughs> whirling around my head. I was like, oh, no, oh, no. I'm in a tornado of guilt right now, and I don't know why. <laughs> I don't even know if it was guilt. It was just, like, uneasy uncomfortableness. Usually it takes a <laughs> few days for you to get those feelings of, like, oh, yeah, this is why I left. But you got in, like, a matter yeah. of, like, hours, it sounds like. matter of seconds. <laughs> Pulled up, and I was like – and I made, a, I made the joke of – we got almost to – almost to the house and uh i was like you want to turn around you want to go home like, <laughs> <laughs> i was like uh, we, well, it's only here. eight hours yeah. we could we, yeah we could drive through the night it's fine <laughs> and uh yeah so that that ended up happening and then uh like i said that was fine it was just all in you know uncomfortable for a second but <laughs> it was it was a journey, and uh, I'm happy I went. But like you were saying, I'm really happy I'm was just visiting right for a hot second. Yeah, very. There's something about there's something about visiting Lexington, in particular to me, that does give me kind of this weird vibe now. Um, and I'm assuming that's just because where I made most of my grown up mistakes, <laughs> you know, like my growing yes, up sir. mistakes, and so. The people that I've made those mistakes with or those mistakes themselves, like, some of them are still there. So it's always, like, a minefield of, like, trying to tiptoe around, be like, all right, let's hear it. Like, trying to think of, like, the old schedules, if they still follow those things. Like, okay, I know this person usually goes here on Tuesdays. Like, let's not go here. Like, let's, <laughs> like, let's, yeah. let's really just find something new to do. Nobody knows me, and eventually I'll run into somebody I recognize. But, like, uh, uh, it's it's weird because it gets me, it gets me really anxious uh, at the very beginning. So I've visited, like, since leaving Lexington, I think I visited, like, three, maybe four times. Mm -hmm. And usually, like... I'll always run into someone I know that I wasn't necessarily planning on running into. And honestly, it's totally fine. It's just an awkward little, what's up? And then we both go about, <laughs> go about our day. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, cool. We got that out the way. Like, take a drink. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> but 
I will say, like last night, for example. So um, I went to the, or Allison and I went to the Thundercat show last night. <laughs> it was so much so fun. Jealous. It's like such so a jealous. such a wacky, just like <laughs> ridiculously over the top performance. Like this man, right, bruh. Like I was like slow dancing with Allison, like singing every word of Dragon Ball Do Rag in her ear. <laughs> yes, sir. yes, sir. I'm like, this is the stupidest serenade you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> um, <laughs> but this man's for real like it, going up and down the fretboard of this bass guitar like 30 times per second like this dude is just so on it and just dancing like a hooligan he's wearing a turtle shell like <laughs> it makes no sense <laughs> wait like a like a costume yeah or like, like a, a costume like you're did you, oh, okay. like you watch dragon ball z i'm assuming or Dragon yeah, Ball, yeah, you know, Master Roshi always had the turtle shell on his back. Absolutely, he had one of those. Yeah. Like he walks out on stage, he's got his bass in one hand, just kind of his very short shorts on. Yep, <laughs> he's like the little five inch inseam. Hey, what's up, y'all? Y'all like my ba- y'all like my turtle shell? <laughs> and just like it <laughs> just gets down to it. Anyway, uh, this has nothing to do with that, but like <laughs> nothing to do with the story. <laughs> but beforehand, we were like, hey, do you want to go grab a couple drinks somewhere? Like, uh, And then we'll go out to dinner. And it was like, yeah, sure, let's go, let's go. And for some reason, we decided to go to like the restaurant that we met at. Like, just to... Oops. It's not some like special, super special place or anything. It's just like, honestly, like some of their happy hour drinks are pretty good. Like, let's go for it. Like, nobody mm-hmm. we know works there. Like, totally fine. Oh. All new staff? Pretty much. Um, and so we walked in, and uh, first off, like, there was this this guy. He's a manager now. He used to have, like, a little crush on Allison. And I say little crush. He was, like, obsessed with her. It was weird. And uh, we see him. <laughs> and he's just, like, a really awkward dude, you know? Like, he's really nice in his own way. <laughs> but yeah. you have to kind of be able to understand that it's him trying to be social and nice because that's such a big deal for him. Anyway, mm-hmm. like he just made it pretty awkward where he just comes over, "Hey y'all, uh congratulations on uh on uh on uh getting uh getting married or getting engaged." Damn it. Like <laughs> like <laughs> They're like, "Oh, thanks man. Really appreciate it." And then he just stands there and doesn't say anything. It's just like just and you're both just staring at each like, other. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, all right, well, enjoy your drinks. I'll come talk to y'all later. I was like, all right. <laughs> but we walked don't. in. <laughs> we walked in, and both of us, like, did a double take. We are like, is that who we think it is? And it's the girl that, like, tried to ruin uh, Allison and I's, like, budding relationship. <sighs> like, we were, we were both oh, yeah. like, is that her? Like, is that... Bethany? Is that Bethany over there? Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, and we both looked at each other. It's like, okay, we're not sitting at the bar. No way. And then, like, we grab a table and we take a look at her. It's like, oh my God. Okay, that's not her. But this looks exactly like her. It freaked us both out. Allison's like, I swear, if that was her, yeah, Bethany would probably punch me in the mouth or some shit. Like, I don't know. Like, it, it would just be a terrible situation. And I'm like, really? I, I don't think it would be that bad. It would be uncomfortable because you could just feel the death stare, you know, 80 yards away. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, man, we're getting some spit in our drinks tonight, baby. Like, let's, but 
<laughs> Allison seems pretty scrappy. I don't, I don't think she'd lose. <laughs> like not like not in a bad way. Like not she's like not a brute person or anything. <laughs> she, oh, no. Just like I think she's kind no? of a wimp. <laughs> oh no. Oh, that's, okay. Okay. She's kind of a wimp. She's a pudding. Oh my gosh. Okay, the only reason I said that is because uh, when you guys first met, the whole story of her being like, "Nah, nah, I've got to go to church," and then is getting drunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I just felt like she's like very like. <laughs> oh, she's like, she's snarky and sassy and like, kind of, uh, you know, a little standoffish mm-hmm. at times. But yeah, when it comes to physical confrontations, I love her. But man, she'd get her ass beat. But <laughs> love you, baby. Because you take some uh, take some couple boxing taekwondo classes. classes. Just, yeah, background. <laughs> My door is gonna come flying open. It's like, what'd you say, bitch? Like, <laughs> yes. literally decks you, and I'm like, see, I told you, man. I feel like she's scrappy. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, it was just like a. This brief, overwhelming sense of uncomfortable, like, oh, man, I re- like this was a mistake. Why did we come here? Blah, 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 blah. And then, like, we only wanted to stay for, like, 45 minutes. Just have a couple of drinks, chill out for a little bit, go get dinner somewhere else, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the manager, he's like, oh, yeah, uh, so-and-so's still working. She's going to be here in about 20 minutes. She's really excited to see you. I thought I told her that y'all that y'all came in. And it was just like... All right, like, we'll stick it out. Like, we'll wait. And it was really nice to see her, but, like, oh, man. Then we ended up eating there, and I was just like, ah, all right, okay, like, whatever. It just kind of, I don't know, it forced us to be in this place where, at first, it seemed like a really, really terrible situation. (laughs) It's, like, Mm -hmm. such a mistake going here. But at the end of the day, it was just like, ah, it really wasn't that bad. Like, it's it's yep. it's just so funny how these walls randomly get put up in front of you, and and honestly they're pretty like they're easy to get through. It's just like it's like when you see like a giant wall of saran wrap, and it's like wow, this is one big ass wall of saran wrap, but it's fucking saran wrap. You can just poke right through it, and you're fine. Like it's not you know, <laughs> it's not a steel wall you know it's not the steel curtain or anything <laughs> so it's not the wall that trump built that's for sure <laughs> Dumb. <that was> <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry bad joke <laughs> i don't even think that wall got built <laughs> but uh, it didn't it didn't <laughs> thinking about i don't know oh, anyway move on <laughs> but yeah it's just like okay cool like that's that all right, and then we went to go have fun. It was a good time. We ran to one of my friends. It was just like, oh, shit, didn't know you were going to be here, and we all had a really fun time. It was really great. See, and that's that's a really good point to make about the whole wall because I was, I was putting myself in the situation going to Barona. I was un, like, that is a, a sacred place, but also a tr- like a place of tragedy. <laughs> so it's, it, ha- it has that dichotomy of, uh, you know, existing in both realms. And I was having a great time, but the whole time I'm like looking over my shoulder, like, is something about to happen? Like, who am I about to see here? Yeah. And, and then, yeah. And then it ended up not happening to me, but <laughs> happening to Ben. And, and that made me a little bit more comfortable. Cause I was like, okay, now my like instinct on like how I, love to interact with people is like all right now i can focus on not myself i can help other people so i just clicked right into it and was like all right cool we're having a good time and uh yeah like leaving it wasn't 
it's like uncomfortable in the moment and you probably dramatize it in your head to the utmost degree and then you leave and you're like, well, that wasn't that bad. Uh, I'm glad we went. Yeah. Like, or not, you know, maybe not glad I went, but I was like, oh, you know, it was, it That's was all right. Way better like, than was, I thought it would be. Cause way better than I thought it would be. We talked about this a few weeks ago where, or I guess a few months ago now, but uh, we always build up like the worst case scenario in our brains and then we're kind of like, I won't say over the moon that it doesn't happen like that because nine times out of 10, it won't happen the way you fear it will. But it's mm-hmm. just like, Oh, okay. That's not that bad. Like, <laughs> yeah, but we still, we still put a little, it's like, it's not that bad. We still put that little bit of truth into ourselves. Like I was right a little bit, you know, so we could still feed off of that anxiety in the background. We never admit yep. that it's completely wrong and foolish. We're just like, Oh, well, you know, <laughs> could have been better but that's <laughs> <laughs> it's like no i was totally wrong about this it really we had a lovely time like but we uh yeah it was like a sigh of relief and we we both were a little hungover on monday morning when we were driving back <laughs> so we just we just sat in silence for pretty yeah. much the whole ride Hell the whole yeah. like listen to podcasts, listen to music. We freestyled for a little while just to goof off. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was like m- majority of the ride was just sat in silence because we're both just like, uh, I I just want this to be over. <laughs> I think it's like so listening to that. It, it makes me think of like getting together with old groups of friends that you haven't seen in a long time. And even so, like, prime example, me and my, like, core group of Lexington homies, right? Like, we mm-hmm. still talk literally every day. Like, it's every day since we met, pretty much. And we'll usually try all of us to get together, like, once a year if we can. Um, obviously, like, a couple people see each other off and on. But, like, mm-hmm. when we all get together, it's like we throw all of the... <laughs> We just kind of revert back to, like, to, yeah, it's the boys. Like, yeah, we're together again. Like, we're going to be little shitheads for a weekend. And then, like, as soon as we get into our own vehicles, we're going to put our glasses back on, like, button up our ties. (laughs) But, like, tie our ties, really. Like, all right, time to get back to the office. Like, let's do this. And, like, it's weird to me how sometimes I'm always like, man... I, I I get this like this this I made a weird noise just now but like that's become so normal but I I have this like little tiny feeling in the back of my head where it's like man do I have to revert back to how I was and I know the answer is no because they all know that I'm not like that anymore but it's just like we're all together like we all had fun when we were like this so let's just be like that for a little while oh you know what i'm saying that energy is translated well it's like really it's an interesting thing because we all know like the progress everyone has made and how different we are than we were in three years ago that Mm -hmm. (laughs) but we all do it we all kind of get back to that just degeneracy like yeah like we're gonna like (laughs) this is how it is it's so funny to me it's like i won't say it's disappointing like 
to a to a point it's just like man like we really can't grow out of this can we wow like i don't necessarily see that as a terrible thing to to revert back to your old ways with your old homies like every once in a while as assuming nope. everything's good like obviously if yeah like <laughs> if you kick some really bad habits just be like oh i'm with my buddies like let's do some yeah let's not get back yeah. into that <laughs> but like <laughs> It's just really interesting to me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I really no, I, tot- I totally get that because we were, we were in, uh, when we were in Lexington, when we were hanging out with Brad, we just, like, m- some of the time we were on the porch drinking a beer, talking to each other, just like old times, and we clicked back in of, like, the way we goofed off before and the way it was, and it hasn't been that long mm-hmm. since we've left, so it, it really hasn't changed. It's in a drastic way. It's not been, like, years and we're coming back. Right. Um. But there was a moment where Brad was like, yeah, man, like, let's take a ride in Margaret. And that's his Ford F-150, one cabin, bench seat. It's awesome. <laughs> this thing is, he's had it since it, he's a baby. He's going to die with this truck. He's that He's that guy. Excuse me. And we got, we all, me, Ben, and him piled in his single cab bench seat. I'm in the middle, like, oh, like, squeezed together. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh. We end up just cruising, listening to some music, talking about shit, just like we used to do in college whenever we needed to get out of the city for a second. We would just hop in the truck, go out to see some horse farms and rolling hills on a beautiful day, get our minds out, you know, talk about what we didn't really talk about and goof off and, and do that, play music together, things like that. It was just, we clicked back into those yeah. same habits, same two things. But, you know, it's, it is when you get older, it's like I have friends like that all the time where when you get, you're away for a while. You don't really, and you talk, but you you keep up with each other enough to obviously they're uh, like they're my good friends and things. But you know, then you come back and it's like, oh wow, nothing's changed. But not in that way that you're uncomfortable. Like when you see, like we were talking about a little while ago, like going back to your hometown and seeing right. your high school friends, and you're like, wow, you're making the same decisions that we did in high school. It's not like it's not that cringy. It's not that like weird. Like you were saying, I think it's recognized that everyone's changed. We getting older. Like mm-hmm. I'm kind of the younger, youngest one in my friend group. So it's to me, I I look up to these guys saying, you know, they're one, two, three years older than me. So I have that little brother syndrome of recognizing how they're growing a lot quicker than people like uh, like myself and you know people that are my age. I'm like, oh, they're they're like 29. They've like the you know progress they've made in the three years that's that's what I wanted would yeah look like in my life, but then we get back and it's like you know we're joking, having guy talk and just making jokes that you know you would never do in an office, like things like that you know getting back to the roots of how we established our relationship and the bet in like the best of ways, you know we yeah. founded our relationship on smoking weed and drinking and hanging out with each other, and when now that it's older, it's like those were the foundations, but the things we still grasp onto is like just sitting around, hanging out, talking to each other, joking like we used to. Like we don't, like you were saying, we kicked some habits and people move on from their vices and, and change their life for the better. But it was, uh, it was so nice yeah. to just lean back on a Sunday and just be like, wow. Like Sundays in Lexington, though, I forgot what a Sunday felt like. You know, when, like in the city, this the shit don't stop. It's just it's popping all day, ooh. every day. <laughs> Going to like the south again and going out on Sunday and everything is closed. You can't buy beer before noon. <laughs> like, 
the things just lined up. Like everyone's going after you know. You see everyone in their church clothes. Yeah, man. At noon on Sunday. <laughs> it's. I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is not like getting back to the the Sunday feeling. Like that is so just nice. <laughs> lackadaisical. Just really just. Oh boy, it's the day. It's it's the Sabbath, bro. It's the day of rest. Chill out on the porch, crack a cold one. You know, as long as you get it at eleven thirty. You know, it's just like yep. But <laughs> that's another thing too. It's seeing like I I will say I love how this episode is really just us kind of going off on one little thing that the last person says. <laughs> um, and that's needed sometimes. Honestly, like we don't always have a specific subject to talk about and it's good just to no. just to talk you know and absolutely I'm so happy to have everyone everyone hear this conversation as however people see it as it is but like <laughs> uh, I love it um, I love seeing like when your group of friends uh, let's say you're all kind of scattered around the country now and when you all get together you get to see little bits of where they are now come out into Mm -hmm. their personality. So like, uh, one of my friends moved to New York a few years ago and I saw him like six months ago, just randomly. Like he was just around town and you could just, he used to be so relaxed and just so like monotone and just kind of didn't say much, but he said what he needed to Poor This boy now is just like, Tells you exactly how he feels about most things. And, like, he seems so much more confident with himself because he's, like, come out of his shell to say what makes him uncomfortable. Yep. It's like, no, I don't like that. I don't want to do that. No, no. Whereas before, he just been like, yeah, I guess. Let's go for it. And it's it's really interesting to see how how everyone just kind of molds into their environment. It's in, like... Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see, like, where what I'm going to be like once I'm outside of this culture of New Orleans. You know what I mean? Like Oh, I'm yeah, I'm actually really pumped because we we are products of our environment. Yeah. That's one hundred percent the we we kind of click into the the atmospheric feelings of this where you ever you are. And not that you become like if there's moral differences between those stay those stay regular those it's the littlest minute details like if <laughs> like the thing with like i have friends moved to new york too and the thing that bothered me was it's like when someone studies abroad for three months oh, and yeah. comes back, <laughs> and then every story that they have is oh when i was in italy or when i was in europe and uh <laughs> like we tube. had this and yeah. this and this <laughs> and it's and the, like i have friends that moved to new york have been there for like a month and <laughs> they're like well in new york <laughs> like Shut up. You don't know anything. <laughs> That's also the bad part. You're not wrong because I have some friends that moved to LA and like Jesus Christ, all they talk about is being in LA. And I'm like, I like it, it sucks because I no longer want to associate myself with them anymore because <laughs> Fun fact, I have like really stupid biases towards cities. Like mm-hmm. it makes no sense. I mean LA it makes sense. Like I've had nothing but terrible yeah, times does. in LA. And so, like, yep. besides, like, one night on a whim where it was, like, me and my close buddies, like, we were kind of stranded there for a night, and we ended up making the most out of it. But uh, every time I've been to Los Angeles, it's just, I, I can't vibe with the people. And, you know, 
if there's anybody from LA listening right now, hey, I'm sure you're really nice, and like I hope that I'm wrong, and I know I'm wrong, but like, oh man, it, it's so hard to make a connection with people because everybody's just like, mm. like I won't say judgy, mm. but just so little concern about what you're doing because it's such a busy spot it's so packed like you have to make yourself stand out no matter what you do that if you see someone else trying to make them stand out it's like ah like you have to kind of give them a little bit of discouragement so you can shine a little brighter you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that in chicago like people from chicago a lot of my closest friends in the world are from Chicago, and I hate their guts sometimes because they just hit me with that. Well, I'm from Chicago, so like they hit me well, with that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. what does that mean? I'm from Chicago, yeah. so I know a lot about <laughs> flying kites. That has nothing to do with flying kites. What are you talking about? Oh, my God. <laughs> I I know I hate it because it's so funny, too, when people uh, – you it's like almost the opposite where you're in – when someone comes to your city and they are referencing uh, situations back at home, like oh, well, in Chicago, you know, it's like 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 I had yeah. a friend in college who was from Chicago, and he was talking about like the Southern way of living and things like that, and he and he was like, I'm you know I'm from Chicago, like we're hard as fuck, and I was like, dude. You're from St. Charles in a rich neighborhood outside of Chicago, like 40 minutes. Uh, you are not from Chicago. <laughs> like, get out of here. You're not from Chirac. Like, That's, come on. <laughs> That's another thing. I love when two people from Chicago meet each other because then they ask, like, so are you from real Chicago or are you from Naperville? Like, they'll ask what <laughs> suburb you're from, and they end up both being from, like, Aurora or some shit. Like, they're both from outside the city, and it's like, oh, heard. Okay, cool. Like... <laughs> Yeah, we'll pretend like, together. Uh, like <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, oh yeah, that's God. like that's it's exact same case for me. I have no, uh, I I didn't think Charlotte was a cool city when I was there. So when I'm when I met people, I actually grew up in a in a city outside of Charlotte called Huntersville, mm-hmm. and it, it's awesome. Like I, I, it's a small. It was it's growing out the wazoo right now. I went back to visit my parents that's not too North long Carolina, ago. North Carolina, dude. North Carolina is going nuts right now, bro. It, it's blowing up. flooded. That in Asheville? Like, like, it really it. is. <laughs> I don't know why people flocking. People, it's like all the northern all the northern people need to have somewhere to stop halfway down to Florida. So it's like, oh, North Carolina <laughs> seems right. That's like, their <laughs> midlife crisis is Asheville, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so true. It's like, <laughs> and uh, let's start. Let's start opening a brewery, you know. Oh, like, my God. It's. And I will say, North Carolina is beautiful. I love the state. It's, but uh, yeah, being from there, I never thought Charlotte was cool. So it was not something I bragged about. And even yeah. when I was not a state student, I'd be, people would be like, "Where are you from?" I'm, like, I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. And, uh, and a, no one really knew about Charlotte yeah. until really recently. So I was just like, "Yeah, yeah, it's Charlotte." Like, I always thought Charlotte was pretty I, cool. Like I, I've been, it is I've been cool. a few like, times. Like I love it over there. It's yeah, really nice. I, I don't like I said I don't hate it, yeah. and it's like it's my hometown, so like I know it very well, and I have I don't get you know I haven't I haven't lived there since twenty 
14. Right. So, it, you know, I, when every time I go back, I'm like, oh, my God, this is a whole new city almost because it's just popping off with people and all these different things are changing. But <laughs> it's uh, I know I had no reason to brag about being from Charlotte. <laughs> I guess the only thing I would brag about is like the baby was my neighbor. DaBaby like he was wasn't, but he's from <laughs> he's, he's from Charlotte. So I'm like, hey, it's like, we're on the map. You know, it's like, like Lil <laughs> Wayne to me, bro. Like when I told people I was from New Orleans, when <laughs> like when I first moved to Lexington. <laughs> It's like, you've been to Holly Grove? Uh, I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) It's like a neighborhood off of a major highway. Like, yes, I've been through Holly Grove. Like, what are you talking about? I'm not from there. Fuck. Like, (laughs) it's like, bro, another thing. Let's talk about some sort. uh, Let's talk about this issue, which is happening like all over the country. And I I don't want to make this a political thing, but everyone leaving. Uh, Los Angeles and California these last couple of years and like mm-hmm. turning Austin, Texas into like Eastern LA, right? Turning Denver mm-hmm. into Northeastern LA turning, bruh. I, I was at a bar a few weeks, a few months ago and I'm sitting with one of my buddies and this like this couple sits down at the bar next to us and it's just like, we, we get to chatting or whatever. And they're both saying, oh, yeah, like, we're, you know, we just moved here from Los Angeles, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, all right, cool, sweet. Glad you got out. Like, I hope you love the city. And uh, and they're just bullshitting everything about New Orleans. Like, they're complaining about how things are run, which, yeah, things are run pretty shitty. But they're complaining about the, yeah. the good parts. They're complaining about the things that make New Orleans New Orleans outside of the corruption in the mayor's office. But, like... <laughs> Like, <laughs> our city government is hella corrupt. Get him out of there. But, like, speaking about that, like, our mayor, for example, after the first big wave of the pandemic hit and all these, like, businesses that have been around for 50 to 100 years, like, closed down, like, all these family-run, like, like mom and pop, like, our grandmother started this back in 1924, yep. like, that shit, like, they're all gone. <laughs> like... Mayor uh, Latoya is just like, yeah, like we're gonna we're gonna talk to some some big people in the industry, try and get some major you know corporations into town. I'm like, why in the fuck would you want that? Like that you're getting rid of all the charm of what makes New Orleans like a great city. You want to replace mm-hmm. you know this bomb ass fried chicken spot with a Chipotle. You want to replace yeah. like you know this giant theater that with a with a with a disney store i don't fucking know like yeah yeah i know i get it historical things that instead of putting money back into the city anyways so we're talking to this guy and he starts saying like oh yeah in la we didn't do things like this i said you left like like this is how we do things here and you know what like i have my problems with new orleans like I, mm-hmm. even though I hate it right now, I will always love it. You know what I mean? Like it's absolutely always going to have a special place in my heart. It's a place where I grew up. It's a place where I've been for the last five years. Like met my future wife here. Like it's it's like mm-hmm. I have nothing but great feelings for New Orleans, except you know living here. <laughs> but yep, yes, sir. <laughs> but why? And this guy, he's like he's got some money. And he wants to open up like a bunch of franchises of like random like national chain stores around the city i'm like why would you even think about that like i'm like yeah it'd be cool to have an extra you know 
you know, bring Kroger down here. I'd love if Kroger was down here. I'd love, you know, mm-hmm. replace Rouse's. But, like, I'd love if that was here. But at the same time, why not open up an, your business instead of opening up a franchise of, a you know, the 800th Starbucks on this one block? Like, it, it makes yep. no sense to me. And he wants to make everything, in his words, he wants to make it more like L.A. I'm like, why did you leave L.A. then? He's like, oh, well, it was, you know, too expensive. I'm like, so you're just going to do that here? You're just going to... And make New Orleans more You're going to be a part of the problem that is, like, forcing so many people out of the city that have been here forever, you know? It makes no sense. It makes no sense to me. And I don't know. After he said that, I was like, all right, bro, like, yeah, have a good night. And, like, I, I left. And I was just... I couldn't talk to him anymore. Dude, you are preaching to the choir because gentrification is it's 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 almost a political issue as well and like i said we're not you know i don't want to get extremely political but we there's a neighborhood here in philly called fishtown Mm -hmm. and it's right below kingston and it's really it was at 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 first it was like that's where the the cool bars were it was a great art scene great things that were going on it's where and then i started working in fishtown Mm -hmm. and realizing that it's that it's that part of the city that you're walking around historical uh, sites in Philly all the time, even if you don't know it. Like right. the oldest street, you know, I walked down the oldest street in Philly a couple of times without knowing that was the oldest street in Philly. Uh, it's things like that where you're like, wow, this place is just awesome. Historical events and things around you constantly. Then you get to this neighborhood and it's, it's like that the, you have like a, a church, really historical church, mm-hmm. Catholic church. And then next to it is brand new apartments one one to two bedrooms for like forty five hundred dollars a right. month, and and then the you know but on the bottom floor it's the you know a Chipotle and then a Starbucks and then all that stuff underneath it and you're and then you know and there's cool bars around there now but rent's going out the wazoo in that area people are getting pushed out yep. and now now I realized that when I was working there I was like oh shit like I my clientele when I took a look around was not native Philians like they were people that have moved to philly and have like you were do, like what you were saying is like they've changed that area yeah man in philly where it's like it's not philly it's not really philly anymore and it is it's like people have a pri- fishtown pride it's like a it's it's there but it i just i can't because i can't deal with it because when we were moving here graham said the, we had a conversation with this guy named Zula who is a he grew up in South Philly he he plays music with us he's an he's a, they're, they're an awesome person and Graham was talking to them about us coming up to Philly and the way we should what we you know recommendations and things and then you know he mentioned like they mentioned Fishtown they they said uh oh, you know Fishtown's that area it's really brand new like i i don't know i don't really go there but a lot of people seem to like it yeah. and graham said like the coolest thing he was like no 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 like i'm not here to become part of the problem and i'm not coming here i am moving into the city and so when i i want the mindset of going somewhere and adapting to the situation adapting that I'm moving city, to yeah. rather than finding what feels familiar in a place that is unfamiliar to you. Right. And I was like, I was like, Graham, that is so like, that is not the way people think. Like you were just, you were just there, like people moving from LA and then want to make new Orleans, the new LA or Austin, Texas, the new LA or Denver, you know, whatever the case may be, instead of, Hey, let's get out of LA. Let's get out of all the hus and bus and go somewhere different and really see what's going yeah. on in the area and become a part of that 
problem, not problem, but become part of that like atmosphere yeah. and like, you know, and New Orleans is another place that's like has so much history and so much going on in it. Like you were all these mom and pop restaurants and all these like little things that make New Orleans for what they are. <laughs> like when you move in, you want to, I want to go to like the hole in the wall to get some shrimp gumbo. I don't want to go to Chipotle. You know, I, I want to yeah. like immerse myself in the culture of like, and that, and that really set it in for me where. Graham was like, let's not become part of this problem. Let's become and like let's let's not like not preserve what's going on, but just be if once if you have the mindset of becoming the you know, affiliate in the right way, you're it's just naturally going to preserve the city in right. the way it is. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't move to Philly to to have Lexington in Philly or Charlotte in Philly. Yep. I didn't I didn't come there. I came here to be like, oh, what's new? What's what's going on here that I can be a part of? I'm not I don't like everything that's going on, right. but the parts that I have found that I really like are very much like Philly native local things and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. These are the things that people should be lining up out the door yeah. instead of, you know, the cafe where I worked where their food is good, but it's you know, $22 for a cheeseburger. Right, like, yeah. Go down the street to Joe's Steaks and go get yourself, like, an authentic Philly cheesesteak for $7 that's going to fill you up twice as much. Like, go do those things. Yeah, like, exactly. And I- <laughs> exactly. You know, I feel that. I really do feel that because uh, when I first moved to Lexington, I was, like, I was feeling really homesick after a few months, and I was searching for anything, like, new orleans for me to do and countless people and he's like oh go eat at bourbon in toulouse go eat there like you're gonna you're gonna love it (laughs) the staple you're you're gonna love it it's the worst food i've ever had my entire life that shit was so you don't like being tea so terrible you don't like so terrible (sighs) he's like oh yeah here's some chicken etouffee i said bro this is like moose like this is (laughs) this is so thick and like what this is not etouffee like what this is moose this is a moose man like what do you mean like this is not etouffee at all and he's like well just try it maybe it'll be good i was like all right fuck it it's five dollars awful anyway and then i found i found this restaurant called chapatulis it was like north side of lexington bruh food was slamming it was this guy he like moved to lexington like he Moved there with his wife. This man brought like some New Orleans flair to the industry out there in Lexington. I was like, bro, this is what I've been missing. Like, this is the best food I've had since I left my mom's house. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is mm-hmm. this is what I've mm-hmm. been wanting. And then they closed down, and I was so sad. But anyway, like now, I I don't necessarily like. There are things that I want, right? There are things I'm going to miss about here, and depending on where we go. I don't really want to, you know, nose to the grindstone, find little New Orleans in whatever city I'm in next, right? I want to mm-hmm. see what makes that city itself because I want to immerse myself in that city and see what I love about it. And uh, it's it's just so frustrating to talk to people who want to make things the exact same place that they just left. I'm like, why would you leave if you loved it so much? It makes no sense. Like, I think when you go to a city, even if you're just visiting, you should, or not even a city, just if you go to an area of the country where the culture is different, you should immerse yourself in that culture. You know, granted, you know, 
sort out the good and bad things about that culture, but things that are celebrated, dude, like, see what makes that city great. Enjoy yourself, not complain the whole time. You know? Like, well, this Mm -hmm. isn't Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) Can't do it. You mean St. Charles? Like, get out of here. I mean, we have St. Charles, <laughs> but, <laughs> bruh, I'm just like, I'm not going to go, uh, you know what, maybe I'll make, maybe my, my big contribution to the city will be the first New Orleans-style pizza. <laughs> Who knows? I'll do some some research. I'll have a... Etouffee on pizza? No, not etouffee on pizza. <laughs> maybe like a Creole-based, like a shrimp Creole-based um, tomato sauce. Oh, my god talk dirty to me i will with the trinity like (laughs) on top Mm. dude see you know the thing with that is is, uh people like think about if i think i don't know if if it's a symptom in um and because we're in the same country technically Mm -hmm. but you know those same people that are doing that from city to city in america if people from europe or asia or Africa or something came to their city and started doing like, oh, well, it's not like, you know, it's not like Germany. Let's make Germany, you know, like we're going to bring Germany over here. Right. People would have the biggest yeah. like, no, this is America. This is not what we're doing. Blah, blah, blah. And that, that's kind of the way I feel about it, where it's like America is so big that we are sectioned off in cultures it's, and like there's 90 million cultures in America. It astounds me how big of a place we are. Like, and I don't you can fit most of Europe how... in fucking Texas. Like, it makes no yep. sense. It's insane. Yeah, it's drastically way it's too big for it to become like like the unity factor. Like Europe feels like I, I when I was uh, I went to France and I've been to England and when I was traveling around, not everything is the same. Like everyone has their little pocket of flavor of who they are. Mm-hmm. But you know, you're going from country to country over there, and and you know, you kind of click into like the rhythm of europe and you get to america and you can't like there's things you can click into but we're so big that if you go down south the south has a whole a stick like they have a stigma they have like the actual way that they are it's so different from the northeast and the northeast is like a completely different country than the west coast and the west coast is a completely different country from the midwest it's it's it mind boggles me that we are not separated in the sense of boundaries and countries like how we're just one big thing and like unity and and it's supposed to be like oh we're america and it's like yeah but when you say that you have like there is hundreds and thousands of different cultures that are saying we're america so like there is no unity and like oh we're all the same in any means so like when you're like you were saying if you're going to another city you have to kind of treat it like you're going to a different country yeah you kind of have to go oh like you're not gonna go to you know, France and sit down at a, at a cafe and be like, man, I really wish there was a McDonald's around here. Like I, you don't, you just don't do, I, at least I wouldn't. I mean, I don't mind. I would love a McDonald's chick McChicken in, in France. Don't get me wrong. But you know, you, you like when people Lay go McChicken. off in the other, other countries, it feels like they, you have, you're more inclined to being like, Oh, this is another country. Let's let, let's go to, you know, nap, not Napa Valley, but, uh, <laughs> You know, let's go. I was thinking Italy, and like, let's go get some authentic wine yeah. and pasta. And then if you're in France, you know, like let's eat snails. I've never had one. You know, you get you're, like you're more yeah. way more motivated to have that to experience. And it's like if you're yeah, 
if you're moving cities or you're visiting a different city in America, just know it's so big and so drastically different from, especially if you're going to east to west coast, like things like that. You just, it's going, you have to treat it like you're going to a no country. Like you have to get involved in what's going yep. on. Find out if you like it or not. That's, I moved to Philly without knowing if I liked it or not. So, and that's a, that was a journey on its own, <laughs> but I had to like seek out what little, and I, and that's not bad to seek out little bits of home where you are, you know, like kind of if you're missing at home a little bit and then I'll go get some fried chicken and I'm like, oh my God, yes. Yeah. Like back in the South, I love this. But at the same time, it's like my little pocket of nostalgia and then. Yeah. But in the rest of the time, I'm you know I'm involved. I'm like, let's get involved in Philly. Let's see what's going on. Yeah. And p- prime example is uh, Ben's been going to all the different little skate parks around Philly, meeting a bunch of kids who are skating, and it's the it, it's just the Philly skate scene is so Philly. Like it is so like it's hard to get into, but it's easy to get out. Like yeah. he, he, you know, people are it's like a culture where you're celebrated. But you're also like held at a distance in a little yeah. bit. Like you have to get to, you know, accepted into the group. And Ben's been skating around, so he's been meeting friends, and he's been people have been showing him different things around Philly. And uh, as soon as he became friends with people, and he, he they seemed interested in what he was doing, they showed him even cooler spots to go skate. Like, oh, this one's like really local Philly. Like you would only know this if you grew up here. Like, let's go. Yeah, things like, and he's like. Fuck yeah! Like let's get like let's get immersed. Like let's get involved. Let's get down I wanna, and dirty. I, I, I am a Philian. Like I I know I just moved here, but I'm in the mode to become part of this city, not become an entity of Lexington in or Lexington or Charlotte in Philly. You yeah. know, like I, I think I don't know. I think the way that we should go about it is that. So take my take my Chapatula story right. Instead of being out there going to st louis for example well, not st louis because honestly st louis and new orleans are kind of similar um mm-hmm. going to milwaukee right i'm not gonna go i shouldn't try my hardest to find the best cajun cuisine i can i should find things in milwaukee that remind me of what makes me love cajun cuisine well, it tastes good. Mm. No, it's like <laughs> <laughs> Let me go to Minneapolis. Let me find a seven-layer salad spot. Let me fucking immerse myself in that mayo and like <laughs> No, no, I won't do that. But like <laughs> things that remind me of of what I love about this place. Not so much an exact replica of like just taking this with me, like like when you're driving down the highway and you see like those mobile homes on the back of like a tractor trailer, and it's just like ah, I'm taking home with me. Let's go! Like <laughs> got home in the backseat. Home That's in what's the backseat. Up. <laughs> oh my god! But anyway, dude, we're at like an hour. Like not too bad for just kind of. Kind of shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. <laughs> yeah, I love it. No, that's awesome. No, I'm glad you brought that up though, because like it, it was definitely related, and Lexington was making me feel like I, you know, I was having all those anxieties, and going back was clicking back. And it's like you, you, we were just saying, like I, I'm not trying to bring Philly back to Lexington. I'm trying to, I want to preserve what my experience is here, and then I'm trying to remember the good times in Lexington, yeah. and I. You know, that when you're going back, you're clicking into like, okay, well, in Philly they do this, but they don't do this in Lexington. And it's like, that doesn't matter. Just, I don't, I didn't even think about it like that when I was yeah. there. It was just, but 
subconsciously I was like, oh no, I'm in the South. Like people are going to talk about the weather again, and people people are gonna people are gonna do that. How's your mama doing? Yeah. Thing you know, it's like Southern hospitality is real. Like that was really that's the one that's one thing I really do miss is Southern hospitality and like the in the way of like the way your grandma would do it. Yeah. Like my grandma, she you know. How you, you know, she's from New York, so I guess uh, I'm talking to, I guess my Nana on my mom's side. Her mom, you know, she, how y'all doing? She And she's super sweet, super uh, formal in the in the way, like, she always, like, looks presentable and things like that. And I was just like, man, I kind of miss, like, like that, just that heartfelt, how y'all doing? Like, that oh, southern charm. Like, yeah. That southern charm. I, I was kind of... I was kind of like happy to be around the environment again, and like I was saying before, I, I click in. I'm like, "How y'all doing?" Absolutely, what's going on? I think that's so funny <laughs> because like the deeper south you get, I think so. I have this running theory, Allison and I do, that New Orleans and like South Louisiana are a completely different version of Southern hospitality than compared to everywhere else in the south because when i first moved to lexington i was like wow people are so standoffish here (laughs) i was like so like (laughs) i was like this is the north (laughs) what are they talking about (laughs) (laughs) i'm telling you man i'm telling you man i was telling this story the other day and i'll tell it again on here when i called you know somebody baby for the first time and they chewed me out about it for 10 minutes and when I apologized, I said, baby, I'm sorry. I was like, oh, shit, I did it again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's all good, baby. You did it again, you motherfucker. <laughs> so different. So different. I have never once been offered a bowl of jambalaya walking the streets of Lexington. <laughs> I can't say the same about New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> Did you end up taking yeah, it? Yeah, one hundred percent. That shit was hell yeah, so slamming, bro. Oh, of course, man. Allison All I, the street food. We're walking down the street. There's this house party going on. There's this motherfucker just blackout drunk on the porch. He said, "Man, y'all look like y'all having fun." And he said, "Yeah." He said, "Man, y'all hungry?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "Hit some jambalaya, bro." Like, y'all need some hot sauce? We got some hot sauce. What kind of hot sauce do you want? It's like, I don't fucking care, bro. Just give me that crystal, baby. Just dump it in there. (laughs) One of the best moments I've ever had in this city. I love that man. I hope he's doing well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he is, man. He's he's the neighborhood liaison. (laughs) I love it. I love it. But uh, anyway, yeah. Thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode. Uh, A little unconventional, but, you know, I love this shit. I love just like this. I talk to Martin about this a lot where... This podcast has just become my weekly, like, bro, we're just, (laughs) my weekly therapy session, just catching up, (laughs) just trying to say what (laughs) is going on with ourselves, and sometimes there's not too much bad, and that's good. (laughs) Having a little, like, having nothing to talk about mental health-wise, bro, it's really great sometimes, you know what I mean? It's kind of refreshing. (laughs) It's really nice. It's like, wow, I haven't, you know, today, this has been a really good week, like, (laughs) we should celebrate that. Yeah, it's been weird, but it's been it's good. It's been weird, but it's been good. Uh, but yeah, you can follow us on Instagram um, at Almost Cool Pod. You can follow Martin at Creation underscore of Martin. Uh, follow me, Jordan Hooter underscore. Uh, if you're listening to us on Apple, please subscribe. You know, leave a review, 
leave a rating. That'd be fucking fantastic. Share with some people. Please. Spotify, share with some people. That'd be great. Uh, and anywhere else you listen, just be like, you know, send out that link. He's like, hey, I think Absolutely. you'd like these two goofballs over here. They talk a lot about <laughs> nothing. It's really great. It's like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> send them our way. <laughs> send them our way. Yeah, yeah. Send. Make sure you and your friends gather around for more juicy topics. topics. Bye, everybody. <laughs>